What if you knew your animal better than anyone else, including your vet? What if you knew where to go for information covering a variety of different topics that allow you to choose the care you would like for the furry member of the family? What if this information can be found with even more ease than ever before? Get ready to listen, share, and question what animal care used to be and where it can go. Now, here's the host of Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show, certified animal chiropractor, Dr. Andy Harper. Welcome, welcome to Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with me, Dr. Andy, as your host. I'm a certified animal chiropractor, access consciousness facilitator, and animal wizard. I am here today to invite you to information to empower you to know what you know about your animal. So today, um, we have a very special guest. It's my very first guest, and I'm so excited to talk about bioresonance therapy um, beyond traditional veterinary care. Um, Sue Trollio is going to be with us. Actually, she's here on the line. Um, yeah. her co- Hi, Sue. Hey there. <laughs> Sorry, I had to put my own yay in there. Yay! Um, <laughs> her company is Unleashed Energy. Uh, and just a little bit about Sue, and then we're going to dive right into what the heck is bioresonance therapy. Um, Sue grew up in northwest Indiana and moved to Conifer here in Colorado in 2005. Um, she always had a strong desire to live in the mountains. And now that she does, she feels like she's on vacation every single day. Uh, she's been a licensed dental hygienist for over 30 years. Um, and she's worked in the natural food industry um, on the human side, um, as well as being a dental hygienist. And during that time, she realized there are many different modalities being used for healing that can also be used um, and applied to our pets in our lives. Um, She always wanted to work in the field of animal care. Um, At one point, she did operate a grooming business and sold natural pet products. Um, And then we found bioresonance. And she had found an intriguing healing art to incorporate into what I already knew, what she already knew, and practiced um, with her own pet. Um, what a better way to help animals and be as healthy as they can. Um, hi, Sue. How are you? Hi, Dr. Andy. I'm really good. How about you? I'm excellent. So um, how long have we known each other? Years. Uh, years. I'm going to say I've been here for almost 10. It's probably been a half now. And I'm thinking it's been about seven-ish, six-ish, six, seven Yeah, yeah. So Sue and, Sue and I met through dogs. They introduced us, as uh, many of my um, friends and colleagues have shown up in my life, um, through their dogs. And then um, I, then bioresonance I actually told you about yep. um, so many years ago, too. And I was introduced to it about four and a half years ago with um, my poodle, Jax. So, Sue, what is bioresonance? Well, first of all, honor and a pleasure to be on the show with you, so thank you very much for having me. Um, Well, I'm I'm hoping I can make this as as simple as possible, and by the end of the show, your listeners understand better, but I know when I talk about bioresonance the first time and just kind of throw out the basics on it, um, when I meet with a client at their home, they'll say, okay, well, I didn't understand a word you said on the phone or via or email, so could we, like, talk about this again? And when I'm with somebody for like an hour, 
hour and a half, two hours, and I, and I do certain things, and then I explain what I'm doing, the light bulb starts to go off. So I apologize ahead of time to the listeners, but I think by the end of the program you'll understand better. But interestingly enough, and I just stumbled on this fact myself, that bioresonance is one of the oldest electric treatment modalities that there is out there. And that was just even a new little fact for me. I'm like, well, that's kind of cool. So the fact that it's an electric treatment, it deals with our body's frequencies. It's um, for like the engineers and the physics people out there. Um, it's, a, it, it's a form of quantum physics. Um, matter is... Is in physics, matter is uh, like uh, a dual, has dual proponents, so it's it's particles and waves, and bioresonance works with the waves. So it's kind of like from head to toe, we have meridians, and a lot of people know what those are uh, if they've done any acupuncture or talked to anybody for, from Eastern uh, medicine, and they will tend to get kinked up or staticed up is what we say in bioresonance, where that frequency doesn't flow smoothly anymore like an electrical cord to your computer, and something has created an imbalance in it or a disease in it, as you would say, um, and so then the cells don't speak to each other anymore. So bioresonance is a way of straightening those out or taking the infrequency out of that, the little block out of it, and sort of making a straight line again in turn, then the cells begin to speak to each other, and so whatever the problem happens to be that I'm treating, the hope and the goal is to get health back for the animal to retain or to, to, to bring health back. Cool. Um, okay. <laughs> Sue, actually, no, Sue actually works um, out of my office because I just think what she does is absolutely phenomenal, and We'll talk about a little bit about the machine she actually utilizes to get all this done. But and I I refer to her all the time, pretty much on a daily basis in my practice. Um, and what I tell clients, and I was when Sue and I were talking about the show, she's like, "Well, you can't tell them that because they can see your hand signals." But um, when the body's <laughs> in dis-ease, your frequency is like a jagged little line. And mm-hmm. the machine and Sue's able to. Um, read that electrically, energetically, and put that frequency back in that kind of smooths that line out. And then I hand them the card and I go and Sue will tell you the rest. Um, <laughs> and and it's, it's not a um, way we think about treatment very often. We're very used to here, take a pill, that pill's going to do something to you and make you feel better. Or give your dog a pill and it'll make them feel better. Um, this is actually going into the body and asking the body, well, what can we do here and how can we do that? Um, I'm going to tell a real quick story about Jax, uh, my standard poodle who I talk about all the time. Um, and he's 12 and a half, so about four and a half years ago, he was diagnosed with an autoimmune disease, um, IMAJ, which is immune-mediated hemolytic anemia, which is a lot of big words for him eating his own red blood cells. And he was very anemic, and he was going to die. And we ended up in the emergency room. They did blood transfusions. They gave me um, steroidal medicine, steroids, um, cyclosporin, and they're like, good luck. We need to dampen the immune system because it's overreacting, and that's why he's um, attacking his own red blood cells. And if this works, you might have a year. Um, at that point, Sue wasn't working with bioresonance, um, though there was another practitioner in town. And we went over there, and three visits later, 
four and a half years ago, he has not had this disease anymore. And in traditional veterinary medicine, in this reality, that's an incurable disease. That does not happen. So what else is possible out there? Um, and yeah, and Jax is still with me, um, and 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 I just this 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 modality is just so phenomenal. Um, if you can get past the fact that it doesn't quite make sense on what you're used to <laughs> in this reality. So um, what's it? What, what's you? What's the next question you usually get? You know, what does a treatment look like? How do you do this? Um, um, yeah, probably all of the above. It'll be like, well, usually the second question is, how much is it? Um, but then the next part is like, well, how do you, how do you find out what's wrong with them? And that's a lot of times more than when I'm in in front of them in person. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a couple different. I like to say there's a couple. Well, there's a there's a multitude of aspects to bioresonance, but it's kind of to me I put it in two groups. There's um, a way of uh, testing all the organs and clearing all the organs. And that clearing means that energetic static that may be bogging it down and it's not functioning properly or the cells within the organ aren't functioning in speaking, communicating properly. And then there, the other aspect are uh, vials and in, in testing and treating with vials. And these vials are... Um, they can be anything. I mean, uh, dust mites or bacteria, fungus, parasites, heavy metals, you know, the list goes on and on. And you can collect as many of these kits and vials as, you know, the practitioner so chooses. So it's kind of like, to me, I just I break it up into those simple things. And then the way that you find these things out is there are what they call electrodes that I place on the animal, and they're just a soft rubber thing, so it's not some Frankenstein-looking item. And it picks up the vibration wherever I place that. And and animals are small. Like on a human, if you're kind of looking for something, you paste it and put it on in a certain area of their body. But on dogs, it picks up pretty much all the vibrations of the organs underneath it, like including the skin. And then I start running through my computer. You know, you talked about the machine, and we'll bring that up. And it's it's a, com- a computer in a box, so to speak. And I'll start moving through those. And I have a tensor, which is um, oh, a little magic wand, a little bobbing, uh, we call it a satellite dish, on the end of a wand. And a bobbing wand. Picks, yeah. And mm-hmm. it picks up. It will there, that energy field that I think most of the listeners out there should know about or do know about or have heard about that we're living and, and we have an energy field that exudes off of us, and and that is where my little magic wand will pick up a frequency or an infrequency as I'm running certain programs. So it'll it'll make a little circle or it'll bob a, a little different way, and people will say, "Did you make that happen?" And I'll say, "No, but just." happens that's just part of how it picks up when that energy kind of knocks into it it will make the little satellite dish spin a little different direction and then that's my cue that oh we have a little something here let's check into this further and or or let's treat this so um dr andy's been talking about jacks and when i started working with him um oh yes because now jack sees sue's quite a bit Kind of for all yeah, the senior, senior stuff. So Right, 
Right, and I love the seniors because they're the ones that just, they seem to really relax in, they really love this, and they seem to perk up really well. So their quality of life is enhanced, I feel, quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so for an instance with him, she came in one day and she said, well, did you find anything on him? And I said, well, you know, I, I picked up a little heart, just like you have a, you know, and, and I don't question it, I just picked it up and then I ran a little treatment on it and we moved on to the next thing and she just kind of, Dr. Andy kind of wrinkled her eyebrows and said, meh, then I know of, and wandered out of the room. And when I came back like a week or two weeks later, whenever it was, she said, oh, you know, I had Jackson to, to run some blood work and such and such, and they picked up a heart murmur on him. And I just nodded, you know, and then went about my business because mm-hmm. it was like, I'm not surprised. So that's how subtle it can be. And Jack doesn't appear to have some horrific heart issue. He's 13-year-old standard poodle, and, and he's got an older heart. So for me to pick up a little infrequency in that makes complete sense. So I do check that every time I see Jack. We check his heart. And most times I still pick it up, sometimes sometimes not. And if I don't pick it up that time, we don't do any treatment on it. And, and part of my choice for care for my animals and what I know about them I'd let Sue treat it her way. We haven't, you know, the veterinarian that we saw, she's she's like, well, if you really want to be, I don't know, proactive or really, if you really got to know, you know, you can go to the cardiologist. And, and I checked in with my dog and he's like, nah, I'll just see Aunt Sue. I'm good. And he's got no symptoms and he absolutely loves Aunt Sue. And that's how I've chosen to, quote unquote, deal with it. Um, he also has, we always are managing his breathing. I don't know how many <laughs> listeners live, live with the senior dogs with that heavy, throaty <laughs> breathing <laughs> that they get. Um, a lot of Labradors to do this. Um, and so we do a lot of managing of that, um, for him. So that's a little easier on him. Um, we're going to actually, Sue, let's go to break, and then I'm going to have you talk about Jax a little bit more because um, you had actually picked up some cancer vials on him. Mm-hmm. And we'll chat about that and maybe um, Murray, too, because that would be really okay. cool. Okay, sounds good. Awesome. So let's head to break, and we'll be right back, and we'll talk more about bioresonance with Sue Trollio. Many of us make choices on how to care for our animals based on how it has been done in the past or what others have always done. What would it look like to choose what your pet requires, which may be very different from what others would choose? By tuning into Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor Dr. Andy Harper, you'll receive information and options you never even knew existed to improve your relationship with animals in your life. Listen to Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on AtoZen.fm. Welcome this is back. Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor Dr. Andy Harper, or more well-known as the Energy Wizard. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. at 815-880-8255. That's 815-880-TALK. Or in Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at adizen.fm. You can also ask a question by sending an email to drandy at harpersridge.com. Welcome back. 
Welcome back. Making sure the music actually stopped that time. Um, thank you for joining me today with special guest Sue Trollio with her business Unleashed Energy and what is bioresonance therapy. This is a pre-recorded show, so unfortunately you won't be able to use all those fancy numbers he just told you about the call in um, with questions today. But you can definitely reach me at drandy at harpersridge.com or Sue directly at Unleashed Energy LLC at gmail.com. Um, if any questions come up after you do listen to the show. So we were talking about, obviously, bioresonance. Um, you you mentioned that you do utilize a machine to check the organs, and then there's these vials, these fancy little vials. Right. What do you do? Oh, how, how does that work a little bit more? As far as the vials go? Yeah. Okay. Because um, they could be anything, right? Like, you have vials they, for all kinds of stuff. Have vials for all kinds of stuff. Um, just step back a little, a little bit um, in some of the history of bioresonance. Um, the machine they call it BICOM, which stands for biocommunication, which again is cellular, cellular communication. So if you hear me say BICOM at different times, that's I'm, it's the same thing. They're interchangeable with bioresonance therapy. It's just a little shorter way of saying it. Um, and it all comes from Germany, and. Um, years ago when it first came out, they, it was founded in about 70, 1976, and the actual machine um, was finally um, manufactured in 1987. And there was a pediatrician who was heavily involved in that and using it and making these particular vials. And he, a uh, pediatrician, had a kid's clinic, and he wrote a book and has picture after picture of children with wheat allergy, milk allergy, um, corn allergy, that kind of stuff, and they are, were able to actually identify the frequency of milk or wheat or corn or carrots or broccoli or whatever you want, and then they are able to charge these vials with these frequencies, you know, and or using part of uh, the substance that they're wanting to to mess with, um, and that is what the body reacts to. So the body the body can read that frequency. The, well, the frequency comes comes out through, and you've seen the bre- there's also a brass plate that's placed in mm-hmm. front of the animal, and that frequency pops out of that as well as comes out of they uh, the animals will lay on kind of a long rectangular they call it a modulation mat or a therapy mat, or unless it's a weekly dog and then we just throw it over his back, um, and so that therapy and that that vibration or frequency also comes out. Then that's where my magic wand comes in. So I place it between this little brass plate that's pointed at the animal and between the animal. And so that output of that frequency hits the energy field of that animal and it tells magic wand what we're doing here. So um, the vials, they can, be every, they can be everything. They can be ordered from Germany. They have many kits, many beautiful kits, um, and, you know, very well researched. Um, and we're fortunate enough now in the United States to have a company that they do a little bit of a different type of frequency, but anything you want in a vial to treat something, they will make it for you. So, I mean, I have... Like I said, I have uh, kits with parasites and, and, and viruses and, and fungus and heavy metals and household cleaning products and carcinogens and things like candida, you know, the molds and the fungus. Um, 
And then you can get dust mites, but usually I tell people take a Q-tip and swipe it under your bed or your windowsills or whatever, and we'll test against that, see if they're, you know, the animal maybe is allergic to dust mites. And that's um, going to actually be more specific than getting a vial because that's coming from where they're living, correct? Exactly, from where they're living. And so a lot of times I'll have um, – People will set out a little bit of water, like let's say like outside if they have a deck or something, as well as inside or where their pet maybe lays or sleeps, and they'll set that out for 24 hours or more, and it will collect all the stuff that's blowing around in the air. And then I will put that water in a little input beaker in my machine, and then I'll start to test and or treat against that if we're showing we have a, a resonance or a, a positive hit or positive swing with the magic wand that says, oh, we have a problem here. There's something in this water that's offending this animal. So then we go through and start using programs to help um, invert that or change that or make that animal more resistant to that. So not only do we find out what's bothering their um, energy field, we can actually go ahead and, quote, unquote, treat them and make them feel better or make them be able to handle that better. Exactly. And that's the beauty of bioresonance because many times you'll go somewhere and, 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 and we can use a vet, but we can also use other alternative modalities. But you'll go somewhere and they'll say, oh, you have such and such. Here's a homeopathic remedy or here's a drug or here's a shot or here's something. And then it maybe wears off, like it doesn't last forever. Um, so the beauty of bioresonance is that you can actually just – test and treat at the moment, and you don't hand them any pills to take home. You know, you don't, there is no added extra expense. Now, I like to cover a lot of different modalities. I'm not, you know, I never think that there's one thing that's the end all, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that comes from my days in the natural foods, which saw people doing Reiki, and then there was massage, and there was chiropractic, and there was just so many things that helped so many people on different levels. And you know how much I love your business because Dr. Andy can take off a, a physical stress. I mean, she, she does beautiful energy work at the same time, but she can, like, take that kink out of the back. My bioresonance can take out the energetic kink in the back. I like the physical kink and the energetic kink to be gone. So I like to, like, cross over like that to give the animal the best, the best of both worlds. So bioresonance, that is the beauty of it, is, like, you, don't, you just treat it, like, right then and there. Mm-hmm. I like that. Take the energetic kink out of it. I like that. Mm-hmm. I that. And that's how it is for all the organs. You know, like in Jack's, I'm I'm working on the energetic kink in his heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Very cool. So every yeah. And 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 that's where I think some people are familiar with you know other machines or or sometimes they throw back me biofeedback. I'm like. Well, and, and I was introduced to all of those, I don't know, 20 years ago. And then they would tell me, oh, you know, the 28 million supplements I had to take, but they couldn't do that next step, which right. is what this machine, this Bicom machine can do, and and they can fix it. Or they can set the body on a path of, you know, that they contributing back in and fixing it. Or, or whatever it ends up looking like, it actually can undo that kink, which exactly. I think is so awesome. Right, and the animal, and again, just to clarify for people out there, um, the animal or the body, I don't, I don't change the frequencies in that body, nor does my computer change them. It gives them to to the animal. It 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 radiates through the therapy mat to the animal, and the animal. Once I start to enhance the immune system, uh, once I start to to restore equilibrium. 
you know, to the whole system, the body will go, ah, oh, okay, mm-hmm. I like this new frequency, and boom, the body, the animal will change it themselves once the body is set to do that. Now, in, the reason I love the senior so much is because many times they can't do that. The, as in all of us, the organs just kind of start to wear out after a while. It's the, you know, unfortunate thing of aging. And so that's why many older animals do well with a little more frequent bioresonance because they just don't have what it takes in more to completely make that organ back to new. Just take that great frequency and make it back to new just because there's been too much aging going on. And But yet when they get more frequent um, therapy, they tend to eat better and they tend to sleep better and they tend to be more energetic because it, it keeps giving the frequency to them, but they're not able to necessarily change it or hang on to it for a great length of time. Mm-hmm. But it, that's what improves their quality. Yeah, and like I said, you know, four and a half years ago, it was three treatments and he was better. Now he sees he would probably twice a month, if not more, if we have something going on. Um, it's just how bodies change over time. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's nothing right or wrong about it, but, you know, the seniors need more support. I yep. see them more often for adjustments. It, it's mm-hmm. just kind of how it, it works. Um, but I do remember Sue, I don't think she actually wanted to tell me at one of the visits that she picked up um, some, quote-unquote, cancer in Jack. So she texted me later that afternoon. <laughs> it was very cute. And by the way, I picked this up, but if you want to go get it checked or you want to go, you know, get some other information at other places, she's very sweet that way. And I and I sat there and I looked at it and I, I looked at the poodle and I went, like, no, you you go, girl. You you talk to Jax. You, you use your, your magic wand and you guys work on that. Um, like he's 12 and a half, almost 13 years old. I just want him happy and comfortable. I'm not going to do a lot of the of stuff that maybe traditional medicine would choose or the, even the testing for that. Um, and so I don't even know what's become of that. I've kind of, I, I don't know if it even reads anymore. Do you remember? No, not all the time. Oh, no, yeah, I mean, I check him for it every time. So yeah, Right. But, but it's, uh, it... it just is, uh, and again, when you... Um, are sort of, and on, on him, it's not like he has a lot of layers left. In, in originally, you start with an animal, depending on how sick it is. It's like peeling an onion. And so you'll, you know, I'll take blocks, the little energetic kinks out of this and that and the next thing, and then I'll see the animal again. And we may still have some of those. They'll, you know, tend to close up and come back again because the body didn't accept the frequency the first time. It's not ready. And then we'll maybe redo those again, and then maybe there'll be something totally different. So with jacks or with an older animal, a lot of times the onion's kind of been peeled because the aging process is still going down and the slowing down process is still going on that um, I'll always pick up something and sometimes I'll pick that up on him and then sometimes I won't. Um, So going back to the kids, um, we have a kit. There is a kit made, um, and it's called a DC kit, and it's that's very like um, uh, I, I don't know in Germany if the phrase is called politically correct, but um, it, that means degenerated cells. And so the short of that long for practitioners is that means cancer. If a cell is degenerating, generally that's what it means. Um, and it's kind of uh, a kit that kept quiet about to some extent. Um, with animals, there's no FDA regulation, um, and so they're never looking at me. But human practitioners sometimes, you know, you just don't ever want 
somebody involved that says now you've got to be like certified or you've got to do this or you have to jump through these hoops of fire. So uh, it's always kept on the down low. Um, but I do have that kit, and I use it. I use it on two of my own animals. Um, there is there are some great therapy vials in that, and I can have a dog that's only two years old does not test in my little vials for having any degenerated cells or cancer cells, but I will boost the immune system with the good therapy vials that are within that kit. And those are promoted to use like on everybody because they will tend to boost the immune system and boost the intestines and, and all kinds of nice things that keep an animal out of trouble as they age. If you can get started with them early and start you know, enhancing all that, then hopefully you never worry about any icky things down the road. Cool. And, and and degenerated cells is basically what cancer is, or atypical cells. they just right. not as normal as they were, um, right. and they tend to reproduce quickly. Yes. Um, so you started talking about the immune system. Um, mm-hmm. Do you, you – is that somewhere you focus on a lot, boosting up the immune system? I have to, Yeah. Number one on the list, intestines, is, is right up there with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most of the animals I see are for itchy, scratchy, some kind of allergy, the losing hair, something. I mean, there's, it's kind of like feast or famine. It's either everybody's itching today or, you know, everybody's kind of dying today. It's like, it's like there's never, like, just basic stuff. Like, my animal fell down and his knee hurts, you know. Um, no, they all so, have themes for the day. Let me tell you. <laughs> I yeah. get themes, too. Yeah. Mine's kind of like themes of the month, I think. But um, oh, I'll have daily themes. It's so funny. <laughs> Today is the day of yeah. Um, so the immune system, if that's not stable, then all these little energetic kinks will have a very difficult time rectifying themselves and staying that way. So the immune system is about balancing the immune system. There's a program for that. And then it's about the thymus gland. The thymus gland is what runs all of that. You know, it's it's our master. Um, and then always some type of lymph, um, lymph enhancing, because that's how the body cleanses itself, like along with the liver. So those three programs together and like those three areas or organs um, they're vital to the whole process. And anytime there's any kind of itchy, scratchy, it's about the intestines. Though it's directly linked. Allergies and a leaky gut are directly linked. Oh, let's talk about leaky gut when we come back. How exciting is that? Because <laughs> I've mentioned autoimmune disease. You're mentioning itchy, scratchy. Food allergies have come up. Like, what do we treat with bioresonance? So let's take a break, and we'll come back and um, hear from Sue again. Many of us make choices on how to care for our animals based on how it has been done in the past or what others have always done. What would it look like to choose what your pet requires, which may be very different from what others would choose? By tuning into Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor Dr. Andy Harper, you'll receive information and options you never even knew existed to improve your relationship with animals in your life. Listen to Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on atizen.fm. 
This is Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor, Dr. Andy Harper, or more well-known as the Energy Wizard. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. at 815-880-8255. That's 815-880-TALK. Or in Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at adazen.fm. You can also ask a question by sending an email to drandy at harpersridge.com. Welcome back once again to Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show. Um, we have a special guest with us today, Sue Trollio, um, with her business, Unleashed Energy. Um, she does bioresonance therapy for animals. Um, along with this radio show, I have an animal chiropractic practice in Denver, Colorado Springs, um, where I offer those that are able to join me in person one-on-one sessions that include chiropractic, laser therapy, and essential oils, and energetic magic, magic with animals. Um, my website, harpers.com, if you want more information on that. And Sue actually works with me in my Denver office. Um, she's there on Thursdays. So if you're looking for more information, her website is www.unleashedenergyllc.com. Um, for those not close enough to us, I offer Skype sessions that include processing and talking with you and your animal. And I know we'll talk about it in a little bit, but Sue also offers remote um, sessions with her bioresidents. Upcoming classes, I have um, in Colorado Springs an Energetic Magic with Animals class on September 3rd. Um, this is where you actually bring your dog, and we actually do a class, and it's lots of fun. And then, Sue, you have uh, a food testing event at Mouthfuls um, Pet Boutique, also in Denver, and that's Saturday, September 20th. Um, and before we left, we were like, food allergies, leaky gut, autoimmune. Okay, cool. So they can bring their dog in, and you can actually test for food allergies at that event or at an appointment with you, correct? Exactly. And that's what the event is for. Um, it, we make half-hour appointments for everybody. Um, and so they uh, put me up in the back of the store. Great, great people, great store. And um, we a little bit of basic clearing on each animal first, so they get a little idea, the owners will get a little idea of, of just the machine and, and what's going on. And, and how then, easy that um, actually is, because you don't even have to touch the animals if they're not going to be up for it, Right. Oh, no, yeah, I, I rarely touch any animal. I mean, most of them will come and say, please touch me, and of course we do, and we have smooshy face time. But, uh, you know, we have a few that are like, I don't know where I'm at, and I don't know what this is, and I don't get out much in life, and so this is freaking me out. And it can be a bit of a challenge, but the owner will get on the floor with them, and finally, you, and usually, because animals are so um, so in tune to these oscillations that come out of, and the frequencies that come out of this machine, that they can be like dead to the world in five minutes asleep. Um, and so and I've even seen it. <laughs> yes, you've seen it. And even the most difficult cases, and usually it's like okay, five minutes before I'm done, the animal is finally <laughs> off its feet and asleep. But it's like still five minutes before I was done, the animal mm-hmm. you know finally gave it up. So um, they finally do will settle in a little bit. Usually, if the owner's on the floor, and then I have I have other methods. I have different a uh, little smaller therapy mat that I can actually strap around the dog. Uh, it's got like a little hook thing on it, so that if they're just going to stand, then I'm like, well, that's fine, stand, because I'm going to stick this on your back and you can't get it off. So, and it's and it's very quick. Um, the events are always listed as you know food allergy. 
Um, and I, I just clarify to people that, you know, the true allergy is when they take blood and they're looking for the antibody type thing. I like to call this a food disresonance testing. Um, and we go through two whole boxes of vials of different food. There's carrots and there's broccoli and there's bison and there's venison and, and you know, all these incidentals, apple cider vinegar, all these things that I have in vials. And we just pop through them really quick and they leave a nice little list that says, these foods have tested poorly. You know, they have had a dis your dog has a disresonance to them. So find a food that does not have these, and try it out for the next couple months, and let's see what happens. And then, if they see that list and they want to make another follow-up appointment with you, you can then go through and actually do the treatment part of it. And they may or may not ever have an allergy or a disresonance to that food again if they continue. Or if they have just the three things and they want to avoid them and everyone's happy, 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 then that's all that's needed too. Exactly. And it always amazes me that um, after a couple of years, I'll have somebody pop up somewhere, well, just like last week, and I had that yellow lab fin, but they saw me like two and a half years ago. And I get this random email from her reminding me who she is and said, well, you tested our dog for foods and it worked beautifully. Like a lot of a lot of people, they just, you know, they see me once and then they kind of disappear and you always wonder, well, I wonder what happened to them. And there have been more than one and both of those animals are on my, I'm sure there's a lot more, but those two particular animals are on my website. Uh, uh, one was a testimonial and one is, is a picture because it was just, that's it. We tested foods. The owner took the time, went to the pet store, and sometimes you can be at the pet store for hours looking for a food that will apply, and they never looked back. All the itching stopped, everything stopped, and they are good to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to – go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. I, just, I always let people know that, and it depends on what they're doing, like how much hair loss there is, that kind of thing. It may go past foods. That's when, to your question, what do we do if they call me back again, I let them know, change the food for a couple months. Let's see what happens. If there has been absolutely no change, we need to go in and start working with the intestine, working with the leaky gut, uh, you know, boosting the immune system, looking for blocks created by vaccines, one of the biggest ones out there, mm-hmm. um, and different things like that to see if we can start now to, to take all the kinks and all the static off the system and get some of these frequencies to change to positive ones. Um, I'm going to talk about leaky gut in a second, but I want to go back to what traditional veterinarians recommend as an allergy test, and it is a blood test. And um, correct me if it's wrong, but it's about $400 if if I remember what people are telling me. And Sue kind of glossed right over it, and it is. It's going to test true allergies, and that's because it's already being noticed by the immune system. So what Sue's going to pick up is all this other stuff that just irritates the dog but doesn't actually go a full immune response. Um, and so I just wanted to mention that. So, And I don't know, what's the cost at this food test event, this half-hour appointment? $35. $35. Um, and it's a damn good place to start, and you actually may get a more variety of stuff that's irritating your dog versus just what those two things that are causing an immune response in the bee. So I just wanted to mention that real quick and, and kind of, you know, what's the difference? What, what, why would my vet recommend this and not this kind of thing? Um, right. Leaky well, gut. In the, Go well, ahead. In the test, real quick, the test that I have seen, a couple of people have said, oh, here's this. If you want to look at it, we have this done at the vet. And, yeah, and that price varies. I, I, I don't have a good idea of that. Right. But, yeah, it's, it's fairly pricey. It's more than $35. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Um, 
and they'll just have like a little scattering of meats like chicken and turkey and beef and then like a couple others like the grains like they but they don't have like all kinds of stuff like like that's in the foods today like if anybody goes to a pet store and especially if they shop at more of a natural pet store oh my gosh read the labels and there's you know a ton of things and blueberries and cranberries and all this mm-hmm. stuff that does not get tested generally and vitamin e as a preservative i mean and that that stuff may be well and good but it doesn't mean your dog's not going to be irritated by them right, right. yeah okay way cool so leaky gut we've heard in humans animals get leaky right. gut too same same <laughs> Same thing. That's when the, uh, so that intestine, there's some kind of a blip in it that does not allow the nutrients to be absorbed properly. doesn't allow, you know, the, the nutrients from the food and or the food to be digested properly. And um, autoimmune is, is kind of a, a term that irritates me. Mm-hmm. And, and I have to be careful because um, some of my, all my years, and, and still years in dental hygiene, even though it's like, well, what does that have to do with anything? After over 30 years of asking people about their medical history, what changes do you have in your medical history? And, and they throw out, you know, medicines to me, and they throw out this ailment, and they throw out that ailment. You know, it's every day you hear about this medical world, and it just is something that's kind of us most into me. And so many of, much of that stuff is carried over into animals. And so I, I kind of have a, you know, it's like when I hear certain things on animals, I kind of, um, you know, have a little click in the brain as to like, oh, well, that's such and such. You know, like it's, it's, it's sort of a crossover between the two worlds, between humans medical and, and animals medical and or veterinary. And so, well, especially well, dogs, they take a lot of the same medications for the same disease processes right. that have the same symptoms, actually. And right. so, dogs are relatively easy to kind of do that crossover. Kitties are another—that's a whole other show. Um, right. and, but yeah, they're they're very similar. Yeah. Right. And so, the autoimmune thing—you know—I have uh, a little mixed breed dog that came to me very sick. Uh, Dr. Andy saw her the first day she came to me, and she was young, but she was a little skeleton. And I spent uh, two and a half years working with a traditional vet um, because they couldn't There's, find out what was wrong with her. So it was dubbed. Go ahead. It was a dubbed autoimmune. Yeah, and I yeah. and I looked at my vet and I said, "No, it's not. I don't believe that." And mm-hmm. he he shrugged. I mean, he looked at me and he shrugged and he said, "Honestly." I don't know if I do either, but I have nothing else to tell you. And and I can remember waking up in a panic at 3 o'clock in the morning one morning because he wanted her on, like, cyclosporin, which was, like, $300 for, like, a one-month supply or something, and just flying out of bed in a panic because she was so thin. And I got on the computer and finally found, like, something for $100 and ordered it at 3.30 in the morning because I'm like, fine, I I can't because I was feeding her raw. She was on her herb. She was on probiotics. She was on prebiotics. She was on everything under the sun. And I see a lot of animals with all that same stuff. And it's like, well, it's autoimmune or it's genetic or it's this or that. This dog is the fattest dog in my house now. She and is fat. I hadn't seen her in a while, and she came over, and I'm like, "You got her fat." It was I so she's cute. Out now, she's <laughs> yes, she is. Self. She's she's good now, but I'm like, she's she's a little chubby, Sue. Um, right. And so with Jax's diagnosis, okay, okay, I'm okay with the term with him, but at the same time, three bioresonance treatments corrected what 
he was to die from. I was told this particular dog of mine would probably die of cirrhosis. Um, if anybody with a veterinary background is out there, her ALH was almost a thousand for two years straight. And if your and that's a liver enzyme for those for those mm -hmm. it's a liver enzyme. So the liver right, was working really, really hard. Really, really hard. And the only outcome to that was it was going to shrivel up and die really, really mm -hmm. early. Mm -hmm. Her liver enzymes have been down to normal is 50, and she's been like in the 30s now for, she's she's six now, I think. She just turned six, so for the last probably two and a half years, going on three years, she's been down in the 30s. And uh, it's, you know, it's it's just an amazing thing. And what I did with her is I feel it was it was some something between the gallbladder and the intestine. Uh, never, and that's with bioresonance, you don't, necessarily get that uh, message in a box that it was this. It's a combination mm -hmm. of things. If you have one blockage in the intestine then you're, or in the gallbladder and that duct that's going to the intestine, then there's going to be another energetic block down below because, again, all roads lead back to dodge. And if the cells aren't communicating properly up around the, you know, the uh, gallbladder duct, the excretion point, they're going to speak to each other farther down the road. You know, if, you have, if you've had so, shoulder surgery and then you've got an energetic block now from all the scarring in there and then you get carpal tunnel, that's because the cells weren't speaking to each other up in the shoulder and so the full extremity will most likely have problems someday. What could be your fingers, could be your thumb, could be the elbow. <laughs> could be any of the above. But, yeah, so, yeah, so, so, yeah, so in traditional medicine, they, they get diagnosed with autoimmune disease, meaning the, the immune system is revved up and it's attacking itself. And that, mm -hmm. in their world, can look like a myriad of things. And so if, it, if the liver's not functioning right, like Sue mentioned, then it must be attacking the liver, and that's where they'll give that title or that diagnosis. And right. in traditional medicine, their, their thought process, well, we need to turn off the immune system. And so that's where cyclosporin, like Sue mentioned, or steroids like prednisone are given. So it shuts the immune system down to stop that process. Well, what else do you get from there? Now you have no immune system and it can kind of just go from there, you know. Um, and so that's where, and I think you, were you treating Bird while she was on these medications? Because Jack started four years ago, he was on cyclosporin and pred when he started the bioresonance. So it's not an all-or-nothing treatment, which is what I really like about it. You can start where that animal is in the, in the, in the oh, big disease absolutely. process of things. So you don't have to stop anything, but you might end up stopping medication and, and, and talking with your vet because your dog's doing better. Um, but it's not right. like... And no, Bird wasn't... Yeah, Bird, had, I wasn't in... I didn't have my equipment yet. I was not in bioresonance. She okay. went for her food testing. And that's where I started, just like I tell other people. Here's your foods. Let's get it. Because she was on things, but some, it's, you know, I would like she'd be on raw beef this day, and then, and and I was feeding a little bit of kibble with it, and then because she was so skinny, and then she would poop mountains. The dog is a skeleton and would poop, you know, a soft serve pile, and um, you know, and it was like poop army pile. green. Yes, and it was army <laughs> green color. So I kept thinking, do we have a pancreatic issue here? You know, what do we have? And it was like, no, that's fine. No, this is fine. No, that's fine. But, yeah, so so she tried those. Um, I She was off of that by the time I started. Okay. And with her, I cleared heavy metals out of her. I worked with the intestine. Gallbladder did come up on her. And basically after one treatment, um, she 
she was she was moving forward, and then I think maybe maybe she had like only two or three, and then um, now maybe once every few months I refresh her and just check out, make sure her blocks are you know there's nothing that's blocked, and and that's it. She's healthy as a hog. Well, yeah, and like Jack says, he had um, autoimmune issues. You know, red blood cells. You would think it would all be vascular, and I remember that practitioner cleared a lot of lymph and a lot of emotions. <laughs> and it was after, I think, the second visit where he did a lot of emotions that he just skyrocketed. I'm like, well, how cool is that? I mean, so, you, you, you know, you don't always know what's all linked together on an energetic level, on a cellular level. Right. Um, so, obviously, food allergies, um, seasonal grasses, all that stuff outside? Uh, yes. Um, and then they can, do you tell them to bring in all their supplements, the food they're feeding, maybe the beds they're sleeping on, or at least maybe, I mean, can they bring all this stuff? Can you check all this stuff that their animals are around? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Usually cool. if we get the water, we do the water. That kind of covers a lot of bases. Um, I, you know, maybe some carpet fibers uh, in case there's some chemical cleaners in carpet fibers. Um and then, like, the whole bed, like, no, if they've gotten, like, a new bed, I, and I recommend uh, really nothing from China. I apologize for that. But uh, you just don't know what their bedding's got in it. Um, and unless you're assured, you know, that it's come from somewhere reputable, um, you know, we look at laundry detergents. Um, and a lot of times they won't test those items. It'll just be, you know, if you've changed laundry detergent and you can kind of make any correlation that this started and yeah now I'm using Tide um, why don't you change laundry detergent and just save something special the you know the kind of pricey ones just for your animals bedding or your sheets if they sleep on the bed that kind of thing the free and clear stuff um, you know so we'll, I'll kind of approach it more in a you know instead of testing every little stinking thing we just kind of look at it as a whole big picture and see what we can eliminate or change but yeah they're more than welcome to bring anything when I do the food test then many times someone will go, here, can you test this food? And maybe they've tested negative to beef, and uh, and, and then it's a kibble and it's beef-based. And so it's kind of like, well, I, I can, and they may, and the food may test fine, but you brought your dog here because it's a mess. I tested that beef was disresonant, and you're feeding a beef kibble, so why don't we just change? You know, why don't we just switch? And then they're like, the light bulb goes off, and they're like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, I got that. So, you know, sometimes it's a little process. You know. It is. This is all new for a lot of people. You should yeah. see the, the looks I get from people when I mention it. It's really a lot of fun. Um, and then I usually tell the story of Jackson. They go, okay, give me that card. So it, it's very cool. I, I, I want to tell the story. I have a little wiener dog that Sue adores. And she's I adore like, her. I know. She's like, I want to treat her. I'm like, why? She's fine. Like, there's nothing... <laughs> physically obviously wrong with her she's not snotty she's not itchy she doesn't have diarrhea she's like no really i'm like okay fine so she i don't even know what you treated her for but i swear she has been nicer since that treatment uh-huh. and we know well, i swear she's been nicer so you know the, it's not always just physical stuff that gets no, changed and it's not and there are many behavioral issues that seem to be either calmed down or rectified after bioresonance. Um, I don't promote it as that because sometimes it's a training issue, sometimes it's basically an owner issue, mm-hmm. that there's just, you know, improper signals and commands and things given in the house. So I try not to get too involved in that. But the biggest comment that I had when I first started my practice was, 
um, well, you know, like they'll come back the next week or two weeks later, and I'll say, well, did you notice any difference? And they'll say, um, well, no, you know, they're still itching. But, you know, the weirdest thing was is when I came home, the dog used to be like crazy and jump all over me. And, you know, he or she is, like, really calm. Like, she just will lay down now and sleep really nicely and kind of be more loving. Um, so it really does help with some behavioral stuff. And, again, if you um, thought of yourself or somebody where you just get so overstressed and so overworked and then you've got, like, a bad cold and you're plugged up and you're not breathing as good and you just – you're just irritated or back pain, uh, you know, some kind of just constant gnawing pain at you. And then you go to work and, you know, you kind of act mean to people, um, mm-hmm. you know, because something else comes out of that. The emotional aspect of that comes out. And, of course, your coworkers end up being the targets of it or your husband or your wife. And that's it. When you start to calm all that static down and you start to relieve some of the, of the pain and issues, all of a sudden it's just like, oh, Calgon, take me away. And the animal does become a little a little bit easier to live with. <laughs> yes. And then there's Rose. And then there's Rose, who... I love that little dog. I miss her. Any little bit easier to live with is, is helpful in my world. Um, um, so um, we're actually coming to an end here, Sue. Can you believe that? I know. Yeah, no, I can't. I was like, what are we going to find to talk about? Yeah. Oh, no, we didn't have a problem. And, and will you come come back and talk about more in the future? Oh yeah, because we still have tons of stuff we can go over. I have oh, yeah. tons of stories and yeah, we didn't even get to stuff. a lot of stories. Oh no, yeah, and I've got lots. Mm-hmm. Cool, awesome. So, um, so this is Sue Trulio. She's been with us for an hour, and thank you so much for that. Um, her business is Unleashed Energy. You can find her on the web at www.unleashedenergyllc.com. Her email is unleashedenergyllc at gmail.com for any further questions. Um, We didn't quite go over it, but she does offer remote um, visits, um, treatments, so you can definitely contact her directly for those. She's got her food testing. Yeah. Um, She's got um, her food testing event at Mouthful's Pet Boutique, and that's Denver. Where about in Denver, Colorado? Yes, it's uh, about Tennyson and 44th. Okay. It's in that little Tennyson Street district that's very up-and-coming, nice restaurants, nice little street. Very cute. And that's Saturday, September 20th. Um, I'm sure that if they emailed you, you could get that set up for them, or do they need to call yes. Mouthfuls? Well, okay. they'll end up calling Mouthfuls, but they're yeah more than happy to contact me first, and I'll uh, steer them. them. Cool. Um, my next Energetic Magic with Animals class is September 3rd down in Colorado Springs. Anything else you need to get a hold of me about or have any other questions about, you can reach me at drandy at harpersridge.com. Um, how much fun can you have with your animal this week? Thank you so much, Sue. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank you for choosing to listen to Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show. Dr. Andy will return next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on A to Zen.fm. We hope you'll join us. Until then, just how much magical fun can you have with your animals?